Hello, and welcome back to Catching Up David. Tonight is episode 60, The Room. Hello, Hallie. Hello, David. Hello, Kristen. Oh, hi, David. <laughs> Hello, listeners. I hate you so much. <laughs> the Room is an 2003 American drama slash black comedy film. It, uh, it's sort of a drama, but it was later they, uh, there wasn't much marketing for the film, but they, uh, Tommy Wiseau, who we'll get to in a second, kind of decided to reclaim it as a black comedy when he realized that everybody was laughing at it. But, um, yeah, it was written, produced, and directed by Tommy Wiseau. It also stars Tommy Wiseau along with Greg Sestero and Juliet Daniel. The Room was a box office bomb, originally grossing only $1,900 off of its <laughs> $6 million budget. $6 million budget. That's really bad. <laughs> We've broken Hallie already. And... I'm confused as to how anything we saw totaled up to $6 million. <laughs> Was all of that because they were in San Francisco? Was all the money from the location? Yeah. Was it the taxes? Was it the roof? They needed money. It was all the taxes for the wedding we didn't see. I've never heard your voice so squeaky. It's basically a six million dollar deficit. Nineteen hundred dollars is its original box office hole. However, uh, in more recent years, thanks to frequent midnight showings for its fans, its box office hole has increased to almost five million. So they're still pretty far down in the hole. But $1,900 is 0.031667% of the total profits. Yeah, that's not much. No. The room has been named by many publications as one of the worst films ever made, which has granted it sort of a cult classic status. In 2013, Greg Sestero's memoir of working on the film, The Disaster Artist, was released to critical acclaim, with a film adaptation in 2017 winning James Franco a Golden Globe for Best Actor in a Musical or Comedy, and an Oscar nomination for Best Adapted Screenplay. So, some good, <laughs> some good did come out of this movie. I'm happy for all the cult-showing people. Ari has given me lots of facts, and by that I mean two. She's given me facts about midnight showings that she yeah. told Such me to pass on. Share with the listeners. Such as every time they show an establishing shot of San Francisco, people yell, Meanwhile, in San Francisco! And whenever a spoon appears on, on screen, such as the spoon in the picture frame that is there. Yeah. People throw spoons, what I assume are plastic spoons. I didn't follow up on that. I think they're plastic the spoons. And then, and then, oh, hi, Mark. Anytime Mark appears on screen. So I guess three things. But she was really excited to pass on the room yeah. knowledge that she has. Mark shows up a lot. Mark a is lot of, <laughs> a lot of all. Like, oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've never been to a room midnight showing. And I don't know that I ever will. But if somebody if somebody was really into it and wanted to do it, maybe I would do it. Are you sure that you wouldn't go? This movie is twenty five percent of the movies you own. It is. <laughs> it is in fact a full quarter of the DVDs that I have in my possession. <laughs> That's more than the box office. <laughs> Oh, in case it's been a while since you've seen it, The Room is the story of Johnny, a banker, I guess, who is kind to all and generous with his money. He's engaged to Lisa, who no longer loves him, and is instead infatuated with his best friend, Mark. While Johnny is at work, Lisa seduces Mark, who is conflicted about the whole affair, not wanting to hurt his friend, but still attracted to Lisa. This doesn't even begin to summarize what happens in the movie, though. There's football in tuxedos, a dog in a flower shop, Frame pictures of spoons and the worst sex scenes ever committed to film. <laughs> it's the room. Oh. Why did you make us watch this, David? I think it was important for your development. 
I can't believe I've seen the room now. I was a different person before <laughs> before we watched the room. Yeah, it, I can't go it back changes to that. You. ATR, ATR. <laughs> <laughs> so for our personality quiz, which we all took. Yes. We all That's took a fact. it. We all took, we all took Excellent. it. You're saying it yeah. as if one of us didn't take it. And then was reminded to take it shortly before recording. Yeah, David. Yeah. <laughs> Kristen, who did you get? I got Mark. You got Mark. <laughs> it says, oh, hi, you got Mark. <laughs> you are pretty gullible, causing you to make bad decisions. However, you tend to understand what you did wrong, but you still repeat the same mistakes. <laughs> you also get confused by a lot of things. And I feel like... I'm confused as to how I got Mark because there were so many answers that were like, I'm confused, question mark. And I didn't, I didn't put those. I think I put it <laughs> one time. And so I don't know how I got Mark. I didn't know who I was going to get, but I didn't think it was going to be him. And I'm not gullible. I am. Did you get Mark? How did you get? I want you to go first. I got Lisa. <laughs> you are Lisa. You come off as sweet and seductive, but you have a secret sinister agenda. You are easily bored and tend to disregard other people's feelings. You don't seem to learn much from your actions either. Dot, dot, dot. Right. That's, that's me. Oh, that's you. Classic. Seductive. Classic. <laughs> Not caring. Not caring about other people's feelings. I'll tell you about my health problems and you don't care. <laughs> Completely arbitrary about every opinion she has. Who did you get? You are the lovable and charming Johnny. Such a tragic hero. You only want to love and be loved. You are always there for everybody and are a father figure to younger kids. You are admired for having a really secure and important job as well. So that's cool. I'm the best of everyone because Johnny is loved by all except Lisa. <laughs> except Lisa. We got a we got a love triangle again. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Wonderful. How could you betray me, Mark? All I do is love. <laughs> and make money at the bank. A thing that is possible. Yeah. I make yeah. the bank lots of money and they give the job to someone else. I wish I could I wish I could impersonate Johnny Johnny Wiseau, Tommy Wiseau's face, but I can't. It is I too wouldn't hard. know where to begin to it try. It is too hard to emulate. It is a very indescribable accent. I can't I can't where is he from? Do we know? I don't I don't know. But does anybody know anything about Tommy he is, Wiseau? He is his kind name of a, is Tommy. He is kind of a secretive, strange man. I don't think he's a real person. I think he's a cryptid. Is this like a Hannah Montana situation where someone's <laughs> pretending to be Tommy Wiseau? This is like this is like a Mothman situation where he's something akin to Mothman but less cool. He's a cryptid. Ari thinks he's an alien. This may have influenced my opinion. He was born in Poland. Okay. Okay. Good for him. But like as a cryptid, right? I don't know. Okay. Do you share a birthday month? I don't like that. It's 11, though. 12. No. You're going in the wrong direction. <laughs> no. <Five>. No. <laughs> no. Oh. Yes. I think you skipped 10 completely. I had hoped it was going to be 10. <laughs> Why were you bored on the day I didn't guess, Tommy? <laughs> His education is the Laney College of Culinary Arts. <laughs> I want to know what food he could make. I bet he could be a pretty good chef. Yeah, you know, no I'm sure he has culinary skills. Please don't talk like that. <laughs> or just don't talk. It's weird that Wikipedia has a thing where they include their signature. <laughs> I don't need to know. That's what, it, that's what it looks like. Many details about Wizzo's personal life, including his age, source of wealth, and background, remain unverified. Right? And as such, a very right. subject of he's intense a... fan speculation and various conflicting reports. Yeah, he's a mysterious guy. Even, yeah, even after making 
not a successful movie, but a movie that has sort of captured the popular imagination. It's weird that in the year 2022, people just don't know anything about this guy. Nothing about Tommy. I respect that because I rarely want anyone to know anything about me. And I like that he's been able to, like, keep that, keep a lid on it. Yeah. Proud of you, Tommy. Yeah. So, this was both Kristen and Hallie's first experience with The Room. It was. Kristen. Uh Uh-huh. Tell me about it. It wasn't good. (laughs) I did not enjoy it. Um, This movie was not good. The characters were not good. The writing was not good. The delivery was not good. No. Um, They never left, or they they never shut the door when they should, (laughs) which was stressful to me. I didn't like it. And also your, your, your description in the beginning when you're like, his best friend Mark is torn because he doesn't want to betray his best friend Johnny, but he still is attracted to Lisa. It doesn't seem like he is, though. Like, he says <laughs> that he is, but no part of his expression or his body language or anything say, yes, I would like to be with you. He just kind of is there. Yeah. That's what Mark does. That's what Mark does. He's, He's just very there. Confused He's about very confused about the whole situation. And So, if you were to give a number... And we, we talked about this, I, I like, we talked about this right after watching the movie. And I said it was probably like, I don't know, a platypus out of cornbread. Like, it's not really, <laughs> there's no, there, there's, you can't quantify this. It's a very difficult, but if you had to. Like, Joan Cinema stuck on this one. <laughs> Joan, Joan Cinema, Cinema. is a Joan, Joan Cinema. Cinema. <laughs> Joan Cinema is like the scene. Of Lucille in Arrested Development, where she's like, I don't understand the question and I won't respond to it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I didn't think. I don't know, because I. Mm, I did not like Holy Motors. Yes. And I was about to say that Holy Motors is better, which is hard to do. And. <laughs> but. This at least had a plot. It made some <laughs> bit of sense. <laughs> and I, I, I didn't like it, but I understood who benefited. <laughs> but the thing is that I gave Holy Motors a four. And now I'm thinking that was too high, especially <laughs> if the room beats it out, because the room does not deserve a four. <laughs> I will give it a 1.5. I do like that he was like, I'm going to make a movie. And he did. And he he wrote it and he directed it and he started it very Lin-Manuel Miranda of him before Lin-Manuel Miranda was a person we knew. And I don't know. I like his gumption, if not, you know, the execution. He had had an artistic vision to share with the world. Respect. Went out and did it. Not everybody. Gold star for Tommy Wiseau. That's why he gets a 1.5. I also would like to take this time to announce that Holy Motors is being chosen <laughs> or to like, I don't know, a 2.3. All right. Hallie. I, 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 I give it, I give it a one. And the one point that I give it is just because it has the audacity to exist. Yeah. And that it somehow got made. And then has a cult following, and, and somehow made nineteen hundred. <laughs> you know that's that's fair though. If I made a movie, I could not get nineteen hundred dollars worth of profits. I would go see your movie, Kristen. Thank you. Would you might. see it? What's the cost of a ticket these days? Like eight dollars, eight fifty, something like what? that. No, it's got to be more than that. That's if you're going to like at the seven o'clock showing. I'm talking if we're going at like <laughs> three o'clock on a Tuesday. It's probably seven fifty. Um, so let's do you know a good nineteen hundred dollars divided by seven fifty. You only have to see it two hundred fifty three point three times. I can commit to one time. Can I put you down for two? I'll bring a friend. It's not me. The friend is not me. Can I put you down for two? You can put any of my associates down for two. You hate me, but now you would have fun laughing at it. 
you'll go see it at least once because of I that. Don't. I would sneak. Hallie, <laughs> what was it like seeing the room uh, for the oh first time? God, I don't even. I've 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 heard the room referenced and understood the oh hi Mark meme, but I didn't. I didn't know anything else about the room, and I don't know what I expected, but it wasn't whatever we got. But I I don't. I don't know. I don't know what I think. I was really off after we watched it because I was just like, why did, who, who had people together in one place? Like, surely the good, the drug dealer was a good actor. Drug dealer was The drug good. dealer, when he was out there, was like, oh my god, a person who can act. And I don't say that to be, some people just can't act and it's fine. But I was like, this is, this is a film. This is, this is a film. And then I, for some reason, put The Disaster Artist, both book and movie, on hold at the library. And I don't have them yet, but Ari has read The Disaster Artist. And Tommy Rizzo's just kind of a dick. So he, uh, he, here's a fun behind the scenes story. I'm again passing on via Ari. The actor who plays Mark, he has the beard in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And then he got a role on Malcolm in the Middle as like a lumberjack. But he, but he, but Tommy didn't like that, so he made him shave, or he, like to pick. Like he had to have the beard for the role, but then he was like, "Well, you can't still be Mark unless you shave or something like that." So he had to shave, and he kept the Mark role, which was a mistake. But also, Tommy's seen. Tommy's been hurt. He's been hurt, and I don't think the argument you should stay with Johnny because he's your financial support is the heartwarming argument he thinks nope. it is. No. I don't think this makes him look any better. No. As opposed to like, but Johnny loves you. He's so sweet. It definitely no, this seemed like a man scorned who was like, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to show her what she's missing. And had all these people be like, you should stay with Tommy. He's up for that promotion, you know? And... When he didn't get it, I like that her mom immediately did or didn't immediately have any other comment of like, well, he still is a lovely person. Right. I think, I think she did follow up with that, but at first she just sort of was like, oh no. So it's just like, maybe she could break up with him. I don't, he's bad. She's bad for staying with him just for money, and she's bad for breaking up with him because he's nice. Or if he was, or if he was like, my money makes me, I don't, I don't know. I don't know, and I'm confused, and I'm really, really mad. He should we, know. He should know. I'm really mad that we got tricked into thinking there would be a wedding scene because they were all in tuxes. <laughs> and then they were just playing football. And then Peter tripped. And the thing is, they didn't even try to be yeah. like, oh, we just got our suits in the wedding in on. three weeks. Thought we'd all try it on. Like, what? There was nothing. They just all show up wearing tuxes, and we're like, the wedding already? And no, they go to the park. They're going to get grass stains. Those suits are not black enough that they could have grass stains or soy sauce and have it blend <laughs> in. And it's just not going to happen. Peter was right not to want to play. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then Peter they was like, my favorite character. <laughs> if I had to pick a character I liked, which is already a loose term. Yep. Uh, it's Peter. Yeah. I am actually going to say Denny because... I didn't understand him at the beginning, and that really frustrated me. I never me because, once you know, understood we thought him. He was the son, but he apparently has this secret life of drugs and debauchery, and I respect that. And I just really want to know how much money he owes the guy, even though it's not yeah. a big deal. And I want to know how he got it, even though it's not a big deal. What well, I want to know interested. is that he got into something else beforehand. So that that he the drugs were yeah, like, like, like a secondary thing. So I'm like, what's the first thing you did? It's unclear. It never once circles back Denny to that. Denny is clearly uh, the most exciting character in the group. He has a secret life. That's Denny. Don't you mean Denny? Freaking Lisa never wants to say Denny. She uh, said Denny. I hate it. But the thing is, the thing is that Why do, like, what, what's some that of Lisa's outfits were fun, and so they could have shown us her wedding dress. I they love wedding dresses. They weren't as bad as I expected for no. 2003. Yeah. 2001 to 2003, dark times. Dark times. We do not like, look that up unless like, we are ready to laugh no. and cry. What's your face, David? I, um, I couldn't remember the name of the drug dealer. Uh, his name is Chris R. Chris R. Chris R. Chris R. is played by Daniel Genji. 
Janjian, I, I can't pronounce his last name. J A N G J I G I A N. He is an Armenian American former bomb sledder. Good for him. He competed at the 2002 Winter Olympics representing Armenia. How did he orange juice? Yeah. <laughs> He, uh, I'm sorry, that's offensive. <laughs> for him. He got 33rd place. Which seems like, I don't know how many people there are uh, competing in the um, the bobsledding team, but, um, you know. I mean, think of all the people you had to beat to get there, though. Yeah. So, like, even if you're yeah, 33rd in the uh, Olympics, that's, like, out of a lot. That's a lot. Presumably, I don't know Eight about numbers. bobsledding. There might actually only be five people who were left out. You should, you should. It could be such a small club that they're like, you five exclusively suck. You should email them. It's like, hey, I don't know about bobsledding, but is 33rd good? <laughs> and, um, How did you feel about being Chris R? In the Disaster Artist movie, he's portrayed by Zac Efron. Zac Efron? Oh, I think I didn't know that Zac Efron mm-hmm. was in that. I forgot. He's also though. a political yeah. candidate. Filed, oh. In oh. 2019, he filed to run as a Democrat for the U.S. House of Representatives. Oh, yeah, wait. I think somebody did tell me that. See, I like that you know okay. the political thing, and I know the Zach Efron thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, Zach? He's yeah, here? I, I just, I'm so. Chris R. That, that was I, not necessary as a sidetrack, but. I'm morbidly fascinated by this movie, but it bothers me that I'm morbidly fascinated by yeah. it. Yeah. I can't, I can't get it out of my head. And I don't <laughs> want it back. I don't understand that because I haven't thought about it at all. Oh, I <laughs> watched it. I was done. <laughs> now we're recording this episode and I'm going to it. Blessed existence. Yeah. I, uh, from the first, from what I remember the first time I saw The Room, I also hated it, but couldn't stop thinking about it. Like, it's... It's such a bad film, it's so but it's bad. bad in a completely unique way. Like, you right. couldn't set out to make a movie this bad. It wouldn't feel as authentic in the way that this does. That's why it got a point for existing. It's like a bad high school kid's original movie they filmed in the backyard, but worse than that. Yeah. I mean, not only, like, you couldn't set out to make a movie like this, if you did make a movie this bad, you wouldn't release it to the world. No. Like, you would realize that what you made was awful and scrap it before others got to experience it this went through a lot of steps yeah it's like like you wouldn't sink six million dollars into making this it's it's like it's like dunning kruger the film (laughs) can you imagine having six million dollars and making the room i i can what are you doing tommy that's that's i would use it to put a movie theater in my that's a better use than the room. not watch the room <laughs> in that movie theater. It would be forbidden. Yeah. I hate this movie. <laughs> I hate it a lot. It's like, okay, but it's also, it's confusing in an almost like surreal way, which I'm kind of into. Like, none of the plot points tend to follow one another in a logical way, which makes it sort of like dreamlike. I was gonna say it's like a bad dream or like yeah. a supernatural experience watching this movie. Yeah. And then you get like the weird scenes of like, we're going to throw a football around in tuxedos. Or Denny gets held up at gunpoint on the roof, which is never alluded to again. It also feels totally surreal. It's just like, here's this incredibly strange interlude that we're never going to... Like, the mother has breast cancer. That never comes back. At one point, at least, it does say you should focus on your health or something. But it's like a scene very shortly after. It's not like at the end of the movie. She does anything about like, I gotta leave Johnny because I gotta take care of my sick mom or anything yeah. like that. It's just <laughs> the doc. The test results came back. <laughs> Breast <laughs> cancer. I I just like who. It's like like okay like like Tommy Tommy Wiseau is one factor. He's not a real human being. But then we have all these other people who are presumably real human beings. We don't know. Reading the lines. And I understand it was probably, Tommy Wiseau is probably a personality in person. And you can't just say, hey, I don't want to say this line. It's very, very bad. And also, yeah. he, they're being paid presumably a lot 
if the budget of this film was six million dollars. No, remember most of that is just San Francisco. <laughs> okay, but even most of six million dollars leaves behind pretty hefty salaries. San Francisco costs point seven million dollars <laughs> i, I stayed there for know. two days I get it. It i'm just, very familiar it with it. and I, I know that sometimes like the creative power on a set isn't evenly distributed but it just this went through so many people and so many people were involved in it yeah. at every stage that i can't i i don't maybe he was just writing checks and people this, did try to be like this is not tommy hmm. Tommy, Tommy, buddy, no. You can't just write, I have like, breast cancer and then <laughs> never visit that again. And he's like, I can for this sweet, sweet price is $75,000. And they're like, well, fair enough. I do have I a car I want to purchase that Tesla won't pay for itself. I wouldn't begrudge them. It's just yeah. like, it's just so interesting to think about, which is why I put the disaster artist on hold. I wanted to read about Mark. Well, I have a theory that Tommy Uzo is not only encrypted, but also has a secret mafia laundering scheme that the room somehow factored into. I think the room is mafia money. If you don't cut that, David, they're gonna hear and they're gonna come at <laughs> Come at me, Wizzo! We can use all the listeners we can get, to be honest. <laughs> if, if the mafia, that's gotta be several people. <laughs> it's a non sequitur. But the focus in our new Quest Friends role-playing system has a podcast, has, like, you can roll a die, but also your enemies, like, you can roll a die to ask for, like, everyone send me this thing, and sometimes your fans will help you, but your enemies also listen to the show. <laughs> so they know your secrets. Our enemies also listen to this show. My enemies on this show. Can't escape them. There you go. Yeah. Already a bit worse than that. So... What's the worst movie you've seen that I haven't made you watch? The Last Airbender. The Sorry, live just action. The Last Airbender. There no yeah, there's no way. That was bad. And the thing is, sometimes I want to watch that again to know. Because I thought it was bad when it came out. And I was... What year did that come out? I, I was in high school. What? Maybe I'm I was in like sure sixth was grade. Hold on, like, I'm looking this up. Here? It was not junior or senior year. For me. Yeah, I was not in the eighth grade when this came out. 2010! That was my senior year. Well. <laughs> Look at that. Never mind. Look I thought I was younger. That. Anyway, that was not good. Okay, then I'm older than I gave myself credit for. Because I thought I was like 11 and saying that's a bad movie. And do you know how bad a movie has to be for an 11-year-old to identify it as yeah. a bad movie? But part of that was just like the creative choices they made, including calling the main character Ang when his name is Ang. Yeah. And like the show so is the source material. Yeah, yeah. and Soka instead of Sokka. It was bad. It was not good. But sometimes there's a morbid curiosity and I want to watch it again. I don't think I've ever watched the whole thing through. I saw it in theaters. Oh boy. Yeah. And like my dad and my sister came with me because yeah. I was like, great show. Let's go see the movie. Mm -hmm. They never trusted your judgment again. No. Let's see. I think, yeah, that's probably the worst. Um, I don't like the direct-to-DVD sequel to Anastasia called Bartok the Magnificent. <laughs> It is very bad. What's that first name? Spell it. Bartok. B-A-R-T-O-K. He is a white bat. A what? A white bat. Bat? He's a bat. Didn't know, didn't know there was a bat in Anastasia, did you? If you really wanted me to watch it, you would have announced the bat. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot because Bartok is kind of pointless even in the movie. He's Rasputin's henchman. He does. I don't actually know it. Anyway, Bartok the Magnificent is bad because it's like a prequel to Anastasia. And I watched it with some friends. We were like, it'll be fun to try to figure out like what time period is this? Because it's before the fall of the Romanovs, but it's after any time the Romanovs took power. So what so what is this? And it was just like I can't even remember when we stopped, but it was one of those where you've watched it for 30 minutes and then you're like, what? is happening not not even in like a wow this took an unexpected turn or like the room where it's like i i there are scenes 
that are supposed to add to a whole, but they don't. I just, I just, it, it's like I watched Static for an hour and it's not fun and Bartok deserves better. Bats often do. Yeah. I can't believe you didn't know there was a bat in Anastasia. I can't believe I didn't tell I you. you I know nothing about Anastasia. Here, I'm going to pull up a picture. I was really annoyed because I listened to a podcast that explained what happened with Anastasia. Yeah. And I thought that there was a genuine mystery of like, we never found Anastasia's well, body. She be. could be anywhere. But instead they were just like, yeah, it was a little bit farther away, but it was found not too much later. But no, and no, no, also, we don't think it was Anastasia at all to begin with. Well, because it was Maria. It was Maria. But that's because the most famous imposter was one who claimed to be Anastasia, and that's Anna Anderson. And then in 1991, I think, when they uncovered the original grave, they were like, wow, one of the girls is actually missing. And then Russian scientists thought it was Maria, and American scientists thought, thought it was, was Anastasia. What? I thought it was the 70s. No. No, because the second grave was only uncovered in, like, 2007. It might have been first uncovered mm. in the 70s and then reburied because the world wasn't ready the yet. Was Russia ready. wasn't ready yet. And then in like 90s, it was officially dug up and tested or whatever. But yeah, no, Anastasia, it. like in 2007, then they found the missing girl and Alexi. And it was really upsetting for me personally. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> we might be getting more into this at a later date. <laughs> Stay tuned. If you like Maybe. this Anastasia talk. Oh, I've seen that little guy before. Yeah. Like his little mouth. It's a little bat. He's, he's a bat, David. Look. Yeah. He's a, little bat. He's a white bat. That's a bat. That's a bat. Oh, uh, everybody, everybody comment. He's an albino bat. Everybody listening to this episode on the room, instead comment on how much you like Bartok and Anastasia, please. And bats in general. And bats and bats are cool. Anyway, Bartok the Magnificent is a very bad movie, and I don't like it at all. Great. Wait, wait, I watched a movie that might be the worst movie I've ever seen called Anastasia Once Upon a Time. <laughs> Last week, I paid $5 for it. It was not worth it, but I'd pay it again. <laughs> that's the caption, that's the, that's the pull quote on the box. <laughs> it's, it's just, I can't, I can't explain. It was, it was... <laughs> So Anastasia, though a good movie, yes. everything surrounding Anastasia, everything surrounding Anastasia, bad movies. Yes. Okay. Yes. What's the worst movie you've seen that isn't the room? Hobo with a shotgun. <laughs> Describe Hobo with a shotgun. I already have. <laughs> <laughs> That's the beginning and the end. That truly is. It's like. It's a really super gory, like, exploitation movie that's just some dude with a shotgun going around torturing people, shotgunning them. It's not good. This was, it was shown to me by the same friend who first showed me The Room, so you can understand where that came from. Stop watching movies they recommend. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a recommendation. It, whenever we hang out, it's always like, I've seen, I've seen this trash and now you have to as well um and sometimes i don't know sometimes it's worth it this was not worth it this was just terrible i think i fell asleep because it was just like so violent and gory and everybody was just like it's like there's no dialogue other than like swearing <laughs> so i was like i'm just so bored i can't i can't deal with it so that was probably the worst movie i've ever seen is there anything else? I thought I had something else. Hangover? <laughs> Hangover was a very bad movie. Yeah. That is true. That is a fact. The, th the problem is that I watch a lot of bad movies for fun, like your friend. But there, so... can, be, there can be fun ones. Right. Like, my family loves the sci-fi channel original movies. Things like Frankenfish vs. Piranaconda and Conan O'Brien not actually Conan O'Brien, a person who looked like him who played Conan O'Brien was in it and his head got cut off and then they were still hitting it around like a volleyball because somehow none of them noticed this isn't a volleyball, this is Conan O'Brien's head. And like, that's a bad movie, but it's fun. This was just a bad movie. And 
I kept waiting for there to be like a standout actor who like, yeah, the lines weren't great. The sets, not great. The whole environment, not great. But they did what they could with what they had. And I believe that all the actors they were trying their best. had six million dollars. But it was, maybe if they had pushed it to seven, things <laughs> would have been different. <laughs> who knows? Also, my like petty complaint, and this sounds catty and mean, but the mother had one lipstick color. <laughs> <laughs> there was one shirt right. she wore it with does. it. And I was like, it it doesn't match. It washes her out. This looks bad. And then she had that same lip color on again. And I was like, that's a better shirt for this lip color. And then I'm like, that's how bad the movie is. That I was not paying attention to anything else. I was like, what lip color is this? So I apologize for my catty comment. You know what bothered me the most? That scene where the random male friend who was making out with Melissa on the couch. Mike. Mike. He's still like, oh, we've got a situation. Lisa's mom held my underwear for a bit. Like, we saw that scene. We saw what yeah. happened. You didn't yeah, have anything new to it by telling Johnny. And Johnny barely reacts. It's not like, ah, oh, that sucks for you. It's Tommy Wiseau's acting. So it's like, oh, yeah. Okay. And he didn't oh, embrace it as underwear. Like, it's... I don't what? I don't remember it exactly, but I remember that it wasn't even phrased as like, dude, embarrassing thing happened to me the other day. He 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 set it up different that you expected something else, and then you're like, oh, no, he's just telling us the thing. <laughs> he's that like, we well, like, we've got a situation here, so it's like he's asking, he's asking Johnny to fix something, or right, like explain the story and then be like. How do I make it up to Lisa's right. mother? But no, there's just and I hate I hate the thing he does with his face where he's like and and underwear. Like I, I can't. Mm, it's making me it's mad not, thinking about it. It's me underwears. Me underwears. I also don't like how close they were standing together for that. Like, it's like they were trying to whisper confidentially that they were in no place that that needed to be a thing. So I don't. And I, they weren't whispering. They were just standing close enough that they could be whispering, but speaking at a normal volume, which is too close to stand. It's in regular conversation. I did actually see a film that is worse than The Room, just from a production standpoint. Also, thanks, Evan. <laughs> um, it's called Birdemic Shock and Terror. I it like is... the name of it. It's that's what, fun. What, are, what, are, what is what is? Birdemic was filmed with a budget of less than ten thousand dollars, and that's impressive. It's it's sort of inspired by the birds. It there's kind of a romance, but. The small town is attacked by birds, which are like animated gifs almost. They just kind of <laughs> sit in the air and do this. Like they're not real birds. <laughs> it's real bad. Um, the production is terrible. The acting is probably even worse than The Room. It's just, it's, I should make you watch it. No. <laughs> I don't know where I would find it. I would like to see Birdemic. You should watch Birdemic. You should ask Ari. They're talking right now, but I'm speaking to you right now, Ari. Have you seen Birdemic? <laughs> Let us know in the comments. I'm not going to tell her you asked that so that she's surprised when she listens to the episode. Yeah. should probably talk more about this movie. Oh God, what more do we I have? I hate it. Too? We have Okay, this movie, um, Lisa was bad. <laughs> Good thesis statement. Like, Lisa, like, Lisa sucks. But it's so hard. Like, any, is like, any statement other than, wow, women. What cat right. creatures. It's, it's pretty misogynistic. Yeah. As, yeah. as a movie. Just, everything, Lisa is just so, not even evil. She's, she's like, She's just too very selfish. Banal to be evil. It's just... My my beef with her is that... I get it. She doesn't love him anymore, as she told us. And everyone except Johnny several times. Yeah. But she would say, I don't love him anymore. I don't want to be with him. I'm going to break up with him. And people would be like, no, 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 you can't. Because reasons X, Y, and Z. And she would be like, 
I guess that's right. Or not even anything like that. Not agreeing with them, but not arguing with yeah. them. Almost like she was kind of like, oh, they're making good points. And then they would say something else like, so stay with him. And then she would immediately flip back. But I don't love him. But I don't love him anymore. And that, it's like out of nowhere. That was that was the clincher for me. It wasn't that she was like doing bad things as a person. It's that her conversations were terrible. And yes. if I were in a conversation with her, I would have punched her in the face. Yeah. I can't. I can't. Immediately. Nothing got done during any of those scripted conversations because it was just like thing I believe. Yeah. Response. Don't worry about Other it. Or <laughs> I don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah. She that would, was... oh my god, all she did was say, I don't want to talk about this anymore, <laughs> and cross her arms. And I'm and like, you, you are the one it. who brought this up. Also, you have said this so many times. And then I didn't like her mother's response at first, because that was when her mom was like, he's funny, he's nice, he's handsome, he has a good job, he has a car, he lets you stay in this apartment, and listed off, like, no fewer than 11 things. <laughs> and I'm like, you can tell that he wrote this, but this is a hardcore self-insert fanfic. Yeah, yeah, that's one of the the real, I don't want to say compelling things about the movie, but watching it, you can definitely, like, he didn't even bother changing his name that much. No, <laughs> it's like, just, no. I called him Johnny Wiseau earlier. Like, yeah. this is, that's also why I gave it a point, like, I hate it, but it exists, and he just wrote a fan fiction and turned it into a movie. So, yeah. you know, okay, good for you, man. Good for you. But it's, and it's also like the people he's trying to make look bad. Like Lisa, okay, she sucks. But as we've discussed, he, she's staying with you for financial reasons is not is not the pure argument you no. think it is. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Mark doesn't seem into her at all. He's like, no, Johnny's my friend. So like, if you want to be like, oh, my best friend betrayed me. I don't know, maybe make him betray you more than he than he really did. He just kind of got sucked up because yeah. he would back off. It's almost worse that way, though, because he, <laughs> he wasn't even like, I'm just so in love. I see in Lisa what you see in Lisa because we are one, Johnny. It was literally like he did not seem to care about her at all. Or and, anything else. Or anything else. <laughs> yeah, nothing. But and then he he still slept with her several times. Yeah. And at that point it's almost like, You're my best friend and that should have made you stop, even if you cared about her, but you don't so this is true. And then oh my god, all of his comments were like, I sort of have a woman. Right. Why would she's you bring married it up in front of him? Right? Like one that's weird. Two I didn't know you had any thoughts or feelings no. about Lisa, let alone positive ones. And then he did that several times and seemed very conflicted about it. But again, mm, it was just bad. I, just, I don't understand women, as he said in the coffee shop. Yeah. God damn it. So <laughs> what? We're so complex. We're so confusing. We're so confusing. We are alien creatures. Because men is the standard. Men is the standard. <laughs> is the standard. We are not the standard. We are not the standard. It's it's. Uh, he didn't look like he was good at sex. I'm going to <laughs> insult his masculinity. <laughs> he very much wanted to be good at sex, which is why so much of the movie is devoted to awkward sex scenes. Three scenes in the first half hour, which is one third of the movie. One third. Yeah, there's a lot. And uh, lot. and it didn't look it didn't look riveting. Didn't look good, Tommy. You didn't you didn't come off good in those scenes. Not the way you wanted to. When, when you said at the very start of the movie that he always looked like he was sick or unwell or dead or <laughs> yeah. something, that's true. And, and he just perpetually looked, it was just that his skin was always kind of splotchy and his hair, you can tell, is not naturally that color. He hasn't washed it in a little bit, kind of. His suits don't fit. Right. Not once no. does he wear a suit that fits that his body. That could be a 2003 thing, though. 2003 I... is bad. I think maybe he just has bad taste. It could be both. It could be both. 
2003 already had the worst to offer, and he <laughs> picked the worst of the worst. <laughs> yeah, Johnny... Johnny's just, like, not that good of a dude. No, despite everybody no. insisting that he is. He's... Like I said, like, and part of it... Part of it is definitely, like, Tommy writing Johnny as somebody who... It's so it's so hard to talk about this movie, um, but yeah, it, so much of it just felt like after being scorned by this woman in his personal life, he's lashing out at women in general. Yeah, and it makes me it does make me like more and more uncomfortable every time that I watch it. Lashing out at women in general, and also like the time it took to write this, film this edit it, do everything. I feel like at some point along the way, he should have learned that perhaps all the money you have is not a good enough reason to stay in a relationship. And it should have occurred to you that there are other things such as being in love that are important. And no, but they, they always go back to his good job yeah. and how much money he has. So he, but, you know that he's sitting there like, why would she leave me? I have everything. I have all this money. And it's like, well, you're kind of a trash person. But then he talks about how he didn't get the promotion. Yeah. So it's like... That hurt him too, I assume, you know, in his personal life. I, I, at, at the bank. At the at bank. But like, I, I just, I just, I can't... And then they were all like, oh, he's like a father figure to Denny slash Denny. Yeah. They, like, he just, he loves him so much, gonna adopt him. Except the first time we see them interact, Denny shows up and is like, hey guys, and we're like, son, question mark? (laughs) And all, all Johnny wants to do is get rid of him. And I get it, he has other things on his mind. But every, every single thing that he says is just like, get out of here. Like, the thinnest of veils of get out of here. (laughs) And that's all he does. And I'm like, is is he? Does he care about him? Hmm. Doesn't want him to be doing drugs. He sure doesn't. And then yeah, he forgives him when he's like, I think I love Lisa and also Elizabeth, a woman I've never mentioned once and will never mention again. <laughs> yeah, he th- he was very casual about it. Yeah, which like for someone who loves Lisa so much, yeah. you think there'd be. And he, I'm not saying he should yell at this child, but <laughs> he would expect something. It made it seem like he, he did not care that much about Lisa. Haven't even talked about the random friend who shows up at the end, who doesn't have a name, who doesn't but who's like, we can't be friends anymore, Lisa, with Melissa, who we at least have seen before. We at least have seen before. Melissa was fine. Melissa's been in scenes. Other with guy Lisa. was not. Yeah, he was like, we like, can't be friends anymore, but we didn't know you were friends. Who are you, right? Where did you come from? Was Peter sick that day? Was the actor who plays Peter sick? And they were like, well, we gotta write in a new character and not name him at all. Just like, and the whole scene, every time she was like, everyone, let's go outside for some fresh air. And the whole party just moved. I was like, no, that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. You ever try to corral any small group of people having a good time? No. It doesn't Bad work. Lisa. And then it's she's the one works. who says, let's go outside. So you'd expect people, in theory, to like get outside and be like, oh, Lisa, what a wonderful idea. And they're going to turn around and realize she's not there because she didn't even try to pretend like it wasn't just going to be no. her and Mark making out on the couch. No effort was put into having any cover no. story. And then, like... Johnny shoots himself in the end, but that's not the most memorable scene. No. It's, it's just like a thing that happens. It's a thing that happens. And and there's there's a lot there's a lot of blood on the floor. There's a lot. It's like I feel like the pillow would have absorbed more of that. <laughs> we were bothered by that. I, were, I genuinely yeah. was on top of the lip color. And everyone's like, like, oh Johnny, no. But at least you're in my life forever, right, Mark? Mark's like, no, you're a harlot, you are a witch. I can't you did this you. yeah <laughs> okay buddy like and it's so hard to tell if like moral of the story sometimes people you love betray you or moral of the story women will do that to you like it's both it's both somehow it's, both. <laughs> it's 
it's it's someone in your life will betray you and that person's a woman <laughs> that's how it works. they do that and sometimes they'll ask you to give a down payment on a house for your mom's friend <laughs> yeah. and you'll feel obligated to do it wait can we talk about before johnny shoots himself when he goes and destroys his apartment by just kind of like oh, the groaning and like dresser. the really good scene of Citizen Kane where that happens and Orson Welles does that thing. Yeah. Yeah. He but... doesn't do it as good as Orson Welles. And the thing is though, like if someone gave me an opportunity to just like let you trash a room. Oh, I'd have crap. so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like throwing things on the floor. Be screaming, making inhuman noises. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. Maybe this is like a, a woman finally express <laughs> <laughs> range. I don't know. But I'd be like, yes, great time. And instead, he'd like, Moving a half a mile an right, hour right. is like, ah, brushing yeah. things off the mantle. My knickknacks, there they go. Not my Pop Funko. <laughs> <laughs> so little emotion to it. But this, Tommy was always just a very bad actor. Yeah. Like, we all know this to be true, but I mean, I guess the scene where he's like, I did not hit her, it's bullshit, and then throws the water bottle or whatever, it took like four hours to coax that level of emotion out of him. That's another fun fact behind the scenes story that I know from my discussions with Ari. Yeah, it took four hours. They were filming that scene because like Tommy Wiseau wasn't delivering the lines in an acceptable way. And that still wasn't acceptable, but it was the most acceptable that they had gotten to where he was just where he was ah that's bullshit like that's that's the most he had in him every time i imitate tommy Wiseau, it comes out in a vaguely eastern european accent and i don't he might be from poland so he might be from poland question mark yeah it's bullshit and also that never that i can't remember because i blocked out so much yeah. Does he ask her about that? I feel like he mentioned it to her, but oh, I think they that never discuss it at any point. That should be a significant talking point. Being like, okay, <laughs> hey, you me of abusing you to multiple people. Um, why? What's up with that? And he didn't take that as a sign that maybe she doesn't want to be with him. Remember when <laughs> Peter asked Mark if he's having an affair with Lisa, and Mark tries to throw Peter off of the roof. I was praying for that for outcome. Like, three it. seconds, yeah. and then they're like, oh, I'm sorry, man. An exciting three seconds. Yeah. They had so many scenes on the roof that I really, I really <laughs> thought someone was going to get thrown off of it or jump yeah. off of it. And <laughs> well, a good movie would have foreshadowed. And it never happened. Nope. No. It never did. Sure Mark also is a person who had no reactions to anything, so it was weird when he felt so passionate enough to, you know, he went straight to throw Peter <laughs> off a building. Also, wasn't Peter like basically just confirming it? But Mark had said something directly before that all but said, "I am having an affair with Lisa," and then Peter was like, "Are you having an affair with Lisa?" And he's like, "What are you talking about?" And then gets all mad, like, "Dude." I don't if you didn't want people to know, then maybe don't be like, oh, by the way, I'm, 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 okay. I'm sleeping with Lisa. <laughs> That's how Mark talks. <laughs> like, Mark. Mark? The cartoon seal. I throw the football sometimes. Yeah. They laugh as they throw the football <laughs> in their taxes. There are um... <laughs> so many things on the wikipedia if you're interested in this movie and you don't want to read the entire disaster artist book which i haven't read but i've heard it's pretty good you can just read the wikipedia there are a lot of fun tidbits such as that uh tommy originally wrote the room as a play after seeing the talented mr ripley what? wait don't sp i think i know the end of the talented mr ripley i've never seen it but so. don't say anything because i've heard a brief synopsis of it and it sounds right up my alley i've checked it out from the library twice and still have not watched <laughs> it <laughs> he then took the play and turned it into a 540 page book which he couldn't get published for some reason. For some reason. Can't imagine why. Yeah. And then decided to adapt it into a film. 
This is based off the talented Mr. Ripley. He, he was inspired. He, he was inspired by it after seeing the movie. I I have the way sometimes you're inspired by a gourmet restaurant that makes me want Taco Bell. <laughs> I've never, I've never seen the incredible Mr. Ridley. Talented Mr. Ridley. <laughs> Presumably he's also incredible. I, I don't know. But I but I know, even though I got the name wrong, that this is not logically connected to whatever Tommy made. I thought this was based off of a play called The Room that takes place all in one room and then did Tommy was like, fuck that. Did Mr. Ripley make it a book that didn't sell, then make it a play, then make it a movie? It was sought out Mr. Ripley wrote a play, adapted play into large book, then adapt play into film that he okay. produced himself because okay. he wanted all that creative control. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Johnny. Tommy, whatever. John and Tommy. John and Tommy. Banker Johnny. Back on board. <laughs> He'd be wearing the Mr. Global Cuban outfit. Yes, he <laughs> would be. Twenty two version. Yeah. So, I know you didn't enjoy it, but are you glad that you saw it and now understand? No, because I <laughs> <laughs> because. The number of times I see people, especially in the month of March, say, oh, hi, Mark. And then they do like, oh, hi, March, because, you know, puns, yeah. plays on words. Um, I thought it was going to be like, he says it one time in like an overly comedic way, like the bad scene in the flower shop. I expected that yeah. level of bad for his greeting for Mark. And was it good? No. But it also was just so, I, don't, I think I thought it was going to be like one iconic scene and it wasn't and i'm like i was promised one thing in this movie and that was oh hi mark <laughs> and that still let me down <laughs> on top of this entire letdown of a movie but what people make memes out of is is incomprehensible i just you don't get to decide you aren't part of the room community it's best <laughs> and i mean i guess because so many people talked about how bad of a movie it is. Now I can officially weigh in and say you are correct. Yeah. But it's not good. I wouldn't have made the choice to watch it. Even if someone said, hey, want to watch it? I would say, no, we can stare at the wall instead. <laughs> and I would do that. Yeah. It kind of feels I've never had surgery, but <laughs> you might say after, like, yeah, I had the surgery that needed to be done. Like, nobody wants it, but it has to happen. And I feel like me seeing the room had to happen at one point, and now it has. And I'm not necessarily happier because it was a hassle and not very fun, but it's done. Now and you've I can got continue living my life. The long rehabilitation. I've got the long rehabilitation ahead of me. Yeah. And I, I don't know how it's going to go. Yeah. Yeah. Physical therapy for your brain. <laughs> and that physical therapy is just the disaster artist. Book and movie. Yeah. Movie. You're going to get real into it. I, I can feel this for you. That you're going to... Oh, don't. You and Ari don't. are going to start being like, oh. here are fun facts back and forth. And that's all you're going to do. That's going to become your new identity. Yu-Gi-Oh! Who? <laughs> challenge you to a duel and then I'll win and then I'll steal your soul that happens often I had a dead truck on my side <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know the name because we're so close to the nicknames <laughs> sure it's a movie it got made kind of people lived this and devoted time to it. And now I have to devote my brain to it. Yeah. Thanks, Mark. Not me. <laughs> Great. Truly, I've, my brain just flipped I've, that switch and was like, no, no, nope, nope. don't do that. I'm, I'm happy for you. This doesn't serve me. Yeah. It does not spark joy. <laughs>
It doesn't Remember when they went jogging in Golden Gate Park with a football? I didn't throw it at all, they just carried it around. Yeah. And they also were laughing while they were jogging. That's how you know they were having a good time. Just think that every time he hangs out with his friends, he has to constantly be laughing. Yeah. Stretching by every how time. How would you know every that they're true room. friends if you're not laughing with them? <laughs> yeah. You can probably have so much fun on this podcast by these laughs. It's not at all forced or fake sounding laughs. <laughs> yeah. The room. The room. The room. Let's shut We've the door on it. that room. <laughs> We've seen it. You've seen it. And part of the community I didn't want to be a part of. Yeah. Gonna gonna go see it at midnight with a bunch of <sighs> bunch of loud strangers. <laughs> yeah. No. Should we talk about our next episode? Yes, please. Okay, great. When we last saw our hero. The stock market had collapsed. London was under siege, and all of our friends were missing or dead. Hope seemed all but lost, and a hard rain began to fall. Luckily, our hero found a snazzy blue coat, so things were looking up. He set forth into the storm, hopping a train to the front, where the final battle was about to commence. Anyway, all that got resolved in between films, and now our lovable bear friend is living large in post-war Britain. He gets drink-sick Trader Vicks, meets with the Queen, and has an extended duet with his musical idol, the one and only Warren Zevon. That's right, it's Petting 2, the cheerful sequel to the dark and gritty original, and it's our next film. I don't know anything about it. Are you sure you've never seen this movie before? <laughs> because there were a lot of points there that were, that were if they weren't matching up directly, it was <laughs> like conspiracy theory scary, level. Scary yeah. close. I, I, I read a Paddington book or two as a child, I don't remember much about well, them. <laughs> and I haven't seen the first Paddington, in case that wasn't obvious. Are you going to but... watch the first Paddington in preparation for Paddington 2, or are you just going to go into Paddington 2? You can't. No, I've been assured that I don't need to see it to appreciate to. Paddington 2, which, if I remember correctly, is one of the highest rated films of all time. Oh, yeah. On Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, yeah. It beat out Citizen Kane. Uh, a oh, while ago, and people were just very excited about it. And if you'd like to know more about that, you can listen to Quest Friends Clone High School Days. That's what the session is called. We played a session of Clone High that includes Orson Welles, great, and Paddington. Yeah, you, you can go. You can Google Quest Friends to find that. The one, Plugged. the one trivia I know about uh, Paddington and or Paddington Two is that. President Volodymyr Zelensky of Ukraine, who used to be an actor before being elected president, is the voice of the Ukrainian Paddington Bear. Because he's a cool guy all around. Yes. And I wish only the best for him. Yeah. Things are... (laughs) (laughs) Afterthought. Yeah. The world is bad, but Paddington too is not. Yeah. All I know is that he... I did see the first one, so I don't know why I phrased it as all I know. Um, but he likes his orange marmalade. Yeah. And then Florence Pugh, actress in Little Women, she yeah. played Amy, uh, who likes to cook things made orange marmalade. And then Paddington Bear, the Twitter account, replied to her tweet or something about, like, can you share some? And she was like, oh my god, of course. And everyone was like, put Florence Pugh in Paddington 3! <laughs> so I hope that they do that. That would be Should great. they make a Paddington 3? There is a Twitter account that I very much like, where it's just, they just Photoshop Paddington into yes. a scene from a movie every day until they forget, until and there have been some really good ones. Great. Look it up. Yeah. Look it up. It's another plug. We are not affiliated with that Twitter, but <laughs> look it up anyway. Yeah. We, we could link it from our Twitter, and then we will be. That's how Twitter works. <laughs> That's how affiliations <laughs> work. Let's go. Yeah. That's life. Yeah. So Paddington 2. The second Paddington, as it's known. (laughs) That'll be for next time. And um, until then, so long, Hallie. Farewell, David. Goodbye, Kristen. Oh, bye, David. Oh, bye, listeners. (laughs)